Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. So one of the things that brings me blankets upon blankets of peace is searching the sands of the beach for seashells, sea glass, and sea dollars. I know you're thinking, here we go, Anthony's talking about the beach again. <laughs> but there's just something that God has put in the depths of my heart that finds connection with the kingdom of God in finding these gems in the sand. They're not always easy to spot. Some take time and take digging and sifting to find the most beautiful of gems in the sands of God's creation. And I must be honest, I have yet to find a sand dollar, but we're still working on that. As we explore these faith practices, it is my goal that you look deeper into something that may be quite familiar to you, to find the hidden gems. Today, may we consider the implications of blessing and letting go within our communities, churches, and the world. May God open to each of us the gems meant for each one of us. Let God do a new thing in each of our lives and in the life we share in communion with one another. And in all these things, may we rely upon the faithful, constant, non-anxious presence of the Christ who sustains us. The concepts of blessing and letting go are not new to us. We see them in the natural world and we experience them in our lives all the time. As I spent time in research preparing for today and in contemplation on this thought of blessing and letting go as a faith practice, I found myself considering what the Disney dreamer in me calls the circle of life. The circle of life's transitions, big or small. Transitions are something that we face every day. Many of us transition from being at home in our space to a location where we work and interact with others. 
And at the end of the workday, we transition back home again. Where some of us are journeying through the transition of aging, waking up and figuring out what we can do that we once could not, or figuring out what we cannot do that we once could. So this brought up for me the book of Ecclesiastes. And for those of us music lovers, the song from the 1960s by the birds. As I read Ecclesiastes 3, take time to just sit with it and recognize your own transitions that are present as we gather today. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to speak, a time to lose, a time to seek, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Now it's so natural and easy for us to find the blessing in birth, in planting, in healing, and building up, and laughing, and dancing, and gathering, and embracing, and seeking, and keeping, and sowing, and speaking, and loving, and peace. But how often do we explore blessings that come from unexpected and even unfavorable circumstances, whether in plucking up or breaking down, weeping and mourning, killing and death, casting away and losing and throwing away and tearing and silence and hate and war and refraining from embracing. Now, please hear me clearly, this is not, and I say it again, this is not to say that God sends challenging or disturbing things to teach us spiritual life lessons. I believe that God is light and in God is no darkness whatsoever, as First John states. Sometimes bad things are simply just bad things. It is rather to say that the Spirit of God has a way of creatively entering into vexing, uncomfortable, and painful circumstances in order to bring a measure of blessing out of them. I'm sure many of us can recall a blessing in our lives that at one point we did not perceive as a blessing. Let's keep reading Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes uh, three nine. What do workers again? What do workers gain from all their hard work? I have observed the task that God has given human beings. God has made everything fitting in its time, but has also placed eternity in their hearts, without enabling them to discover what God has done from beginning to end. 
I know that there's nothing better for them but to enjoy themselves and do what's good while they live. Moreover, this is the gift of God, that all people should eat, drink, and enjoy the results of their hard work. I know that whatever God does will last forever. It's impossible to add or to take away from it. God has done this so that people are reverent before him. I don't know about you, but for me, it surely is a blessing to consider God has made everything fitting in its time and has placed in us eyes to look forward to the wonders of eternity, the hope that is bubbling within the depths of our hearts. Yet we in this life cannot see the whole story just yet. God's gift to us, God's blessing to us in this life is that we should enjoy it to the best of our abilities and that we should share that blessing with others. In Luke, Jesus said to a man that had just said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me just. Jesus responded with, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Here Christ is using an illustration to point out one aspect of the practice of letting go. Now, the closest I've ever gotten to using a plow is my small rototiller in my garden. And I'm relatively sure that the farmers in this room no longer use a horse to plow their plows, their fields, but I'm going to ask anyway. What's going to happen if you try to plow, not looking at where you are going, but only looking at what is behind you? It just isn't going to work. The blessing of the kingdom of heaven are yet to truly come, so they are only going to be found looking forward, not behind. The practice of letting go is integral to human existence. For to be alive is to experience change and the changing of the seasons under heaven. If we look at the collective picture of the biblical narrative, it is, in large measure, the story of God's people and their history of leaving behind and journeying forward. Just as he, the Hebrew people are about to enter a new land, they must say goodbye to Moses and embrace a new leader. The end of one chapter means the start of something new and completely different. We negotiate these times of transition by grieving the losses, letting go, and moving on to new adventures. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus called his disciples to let go of old understandings and embrace a way of life based on love and grace. As we grapple with the scriptures, we recognize that to live is to let go. To live is to be blessed, to accept blessing, to bless others, and to be bold enough to listen to the voice of God when blessing others may not be the easiest thing to do. In Matthew, Jesus instructs his listeners to love not only those who are worthy of love, 
but to also love and bless those who seem undeserving of such fond consideration. Turning the other cheek in these situations as a form of blessing others seems doable for most. But determining how we bless our enemies and those who seem to neither desire nor deserve our blessing is much more a difficult task. What might we be called on to bless or let go of in the 21st century in order to be faithful followers of Jesus Christ? The combination the combinations of blessing and letting go may come in many different forms. Letting go of control of our own situations and allowing God to bless them. Allowing oneself to consider the blessings of God and letting go of whatever sense of unworthiness we feel. Letting go of a toxic relationship yet still sending blessing upon that person. Sending blessing to those it may be more difficult to send blessing to and letting go of however we feel about that person and recalling how God feels about that person. Letting go of past hurts, past transgressions, past trauma, and finding the blessings of forgiveness and the spiritual cleansing forgiveness can provide. Blessing those who gather around us in worship today. Blessing the wonder that we all may be on different journeys and on different points of that journey. And letting go of the desire for sameness. Allowing us all to worship together in our differences and in that finding blessing. Acknowledging the past, calling it blessed, because that past was and is blessed. Yet, letting go of it so we can move into the future of the kingdom and kingdom of God. Giving blessing to change and transition and letting go of how we wanted or expected things to be. However your blessing and letting go manifests itself, I encourage you today to always be attentive to such transitions. Keep your mind open for when the Spirit of God is encouraging you to let go and keeping your hearts open to all the blessings God has for you and all the people God has for you to be a blessing to. May you continue to search the sands of life to find the gems in blessing and letting go. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, Father, through him. In the sacrament of baptism, we symbolize the beginning of the letting go of our status and self-perception as people who exist in the world as independent entities. 
and the beginning of the transition to ever more fully embracing unity with God, God's Spirit, God's still speaking voice, God's creation and creatures, and the people of God known as the church. It marks the beginning of a journey at whatever age we participate in it. Baptism for Jesus was letting go of the stage of his life in which he had operated outside the view of public notice. Jesus was marking the widening of his circle of connection with humankind. Just as we are widening our circle of welcome today by welcoming new members. So we invite forward those who wish to affirm their baptism by uniting their journeys with us in this household of faith. Come forward. We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today, as we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844 971 1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.